Hello, welcome to Rashi, Parasha plus Parasha Bishalach. This week, we're going to see several comments of Rashi throughout Kiryat Yamsuf, describing a very constant theme about the credit that Hashem is affording Am Yisrael, recognizing what they're doing in a positive way. And we'll talk about why a little bit later. The first Rashi in Perek Yudalad, Pasuk Dalad, V'yasuchin, when is when Hashem actually tells Amisel to go return back to Egypt and go get stuck on the sea to set up Kiryat Yamsuf, because Hashem was purposely setting it up that the Egyptians and the Jewish people would be right there in order to perform the miracle. Rashi comments on the V'yasuchin, V'yagid Shivhan, V'yashamu L'kol Moshe. They, to sing their praises, they're listening to Moshe. They didn't disagree and say, They didn't say, no, Moshe, what are you doing? We can't go to run after the Egyptians. We have to go run away. We can't go towards the Egyptians. That's insane. But they said, no, only what Moshe says, that's what we listen to. So the first, highlighting the absurdness of what Amisel are doing from a military standpoint in order to show the credit that they're trusting in Moshe and obviously Hashem. Juxtaposing that, Rashi talks about a couple of Pesukim later, the Egyptians. And he asked the question, the Egyptians are taking their chariots called Echev Mitzrayim. He asked, Where are these animals that are pulling these chariots that Paro is chasing after Am Yisrael? Where are these animals coming from? All the Mikneh, the cattle of Egypt, died between Makat David and Makat Barad. They should all have died. The Jewish cattle. So, no, the Jewish people took their cattle. Of course, not, they didn't leave it behind in Egypt. So what do you have to say? From the Egyptians who feared the voice of God. What does that mean? In the plagues of David and Barad, if they brought their cattle inside under shelter, they wouldn't die during those plagues. So therefore, that's what the Pasuk says, the one who feared the word of God, they brought their cattle inside because they were listening to God. They're the ones who are turning their, their horses over to Panaro in order for him to attach them to his chariots and go chase after Am Yisrael. So this idea is very interesting. What, what, what should we conclude? So the Bishop Owen drew a comment from here. And he says, the greatest of the Egyptians, Kashishim Abzim, the guy who looks okay, Harog, you have to kill him. Why? Because look, here are the people who trusted in Hashem, feared Hashem enough. They are the ones who are giving their horses to chase after Am Yisrael. They're, they're never really going to be good to Am Yisrael. They're always going to be having nefarious motives. And ultimately, they're going to cause damage to Am Yisrael, just like the Nahash stink. See a stink, the best of stinks kill it before it kills you. Okay, so we have this contrast of Am Yisrael, they're listening to Moshe, they're putting themselves in danger, whereas the Egyptians, they're giving wolf their cattle, the righteous Egyptians are giving their cattle to Pharaoh to go chase the Jewish people. 
Later on, as the Jewish people turn around, they see the Egyptian chariots coming in Pesuk Yud. It says, They they seized the profession of their forefathers. And then he lists each place, each time the Torah mentions that Abraham prayed, and therefore the Jewish people are following in the ways of their forefathers. She is there is there a need to say that he doesn't say that earlier in Pedic Bit when they cry out to Hashem in Egypt. He doesn't say they they followed the roots of their forefather. Why is it she adding that in right now? And keep in mind, Abraham is talking to Yaakov when they were praying, they weren't in some form of trouble that Amisel were praying. Okay, it's obvious they should be praying. So very interesting, right? We get this sense we want to. Paint Amisail in a positive way, as opposed to the Egyptians who we want to paint in a negative way. But as she continues, and the response when Moshe is praying to Hashem as well at Kiryat Yamsuf, right before the sea splits, he says, Ma tisak elai. He says, Moshe So Moshe is praying. You, you can't pray now, Moshe. I'm Israel on danger. It's time for praying. It's time for action. Right? Or alternatively, she says, Why are you crying at me? Relax. I got this. They're my children. Right? And he quotes a pasuk. Right? I'm going to take care of my children. Not you, Moshe. Don't worry. I got it. I'm under control. Either way, we get this sense of a very intense affection that Hashem has for Am Yisrael Moshe, you don't need to pray. This idea continues in the next Rashi, in the continuation of Pasuk, the battle B'nai Yisrael, the Sa'ar, go tell Am Yisrael to travel, go and no more, I'll take care of the rest. They don't need to do anything besides walk. The sea is not going to stand in front of them. Don't worry about the sea. K'day zechut avotehim the merit of their forefathers, the him and their merit, the the fact that they trusted me and they left Egypt is enough to split the sea. They have sufficient merit. So again, we're seeing this idea, Am Yisrael Hashem affection, Am Yisrael have merit, the merit of themselves, the merit of their forefathers. And here in the next Rashi, we start getting something interesting. So it says that the Amuda Anan, the pillar of clouds that was in front of the Jewish people, once the night came and the Egyptians came close, the cloud went behind the Amisael in between them and the Egyptians. And the Amuda of Ish, the pillar of fire, stood in front of the Amisael in order to guide them through the sea. They're crossing through the sea in the early, late night or right before dawn. So we see that cloud to separate. To swallow the arrows and the projectiles that Egypt was shooting into the Am Yisrael and therefore the cloud protected them. Fine. Very good. Now Rashi points something out. Throughout the parashah, we're using the words Malach Hashem. Here we're saying 
Malacha Elohim, if you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk Yitzhak, we mentioned the word Elohim. And Elohim, Elohim means God acting as a judge, or the aspect of deen. Judgment. Hashem was judging Am Yisrael at that time. Here we're getting to something very interesting. It was a time of judgment for Am Yisrael. Should Hashem save them? Should he not save them? Should he cause them to be destroyed with Egypt? Meaning, he split the sea. Okay, now he's going he's gonna to bring back the sea over the Egyptians. Should he save Am Yisrael as well? Or should he, uh, should he allow Am Yisrael to drown as well? Or should he allow them to be saved? This is a question. Therefore, Malach Elohim, Hashem had the question about it, and he actually had to sit in judgment. What's behind this, Rashi? There's a famous idea in which Am Yisrael weren't perfect in Egypt. They were also of the Abu to the point where Hashem literally had the question, why am I saving Am Yisrael and, not, and killing the Egyptians? Halal or of the Abu What makes one nation more righteous than the other. So now notice what Ashi is doing. Now we can understand why Ashi wants to talk about the greatness of Am Yisrael, the connection to the Avot, the Zichut Avot that they have, the fact that they're listening, the fact that they're trusting, because Am Yisrael were in trouble. It wasn't so obvious they should be saved. What merit did they have? And Ashi is finding merits for them throughout the parasha in order for us to understand why Hashem would save us. Right, we actually have in the next couple of Pesukim a, a description, and I'll read these very quickly, a description that for next two of Kriyat Yam Suf. In this description, it has Hashem carrying Am Yisrael like a parent ca- carrying a child. It refers to the enemies of Am Yisrael as the enemies of Hashem, meaning there's something magnificent happening here in the relationship between Hashem and Am Yisrael. That's not so simple. What did Am Yisrael do to earn this? So that's why we needed to talk about the merits of Am Yisrael. And indeed, there's a nice pasuk, the third Rashi on this page, that Miriam came out of the camp and all the women followed with drums and dancing. So Rashi asks, where did they get these drums from? And look at Rashi's answer. And again, you could see the agenda that he had here. They were sure, these righteous women, that God would perform miracles for them. And therefore, when they were leaving Egypt, they went and they made sure to take drums in order to celebrate because they knew something would happen. They didn't know why. So again, we're seeing this idea of the faith that the Jewish people placed in Hashem. And therefore, they merited And therefore, right after, they get to a place called Elim. And there you had Shtim, I say, I know Mayim, you had 12 springs, Keneged Yudbet Shivatim, Rashi says, Vishvaim Tamarim, Keneged Shivaim Zikinim, 70 date trees corresponding to the 70 elders of Amisel, meaning Hashem is showing his affection to Amisel. This is not necessary. Okay, we don't need 70 date trees for the 70 elders. We don't need 12 springs of water for the 12 Shavatim. They could have sufficed with a different number, but rather Hashem has shown his affection for Am Yisrael right after Kiryat Mimsuf, how much he loves them because of the faith they placed in him. And that really goes back to a statement 
from last week's parasha. It's a statement from the Navi Yirmiyahu, and I don't think sometimes we realize how significant it is when Yirmiyahu says the words, I remember the, the kindness you did for me, Hashem is telling Amisel, the love of our youth that we had together when you when you followed me out of Egypt and to a desert and to a land that there was no food. And therefore, Rashi, when it says the words of Pedagog Ben and Parashat Bo Begam Seda, Asulahim, he says, Magid Shibhan Shalisel, we're praising Amisel. They didn't say, Kalo Amru Hayach and Asim Bamibad Belo Seda. They didn't have provisions, but yet they went anyway. They didn't say, How are we going to go to the desert? They believed, and therefore they left. And therefore, they were Zuchet to be Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. That's the next couple of Pesukim, and that's a reference to the Mizmod in Tehillim of Bisei Yisrael Mibsaim Hayita Yehuda Likodesho, and which describes Kiryat Yamsuf in Mizmod Kofshud Gimel or Kofshud Dalit. It describes Kiryat Yamsuf using the words Hayita Yehuda Likodesho, and that's the Pasuk from Yirmiyahu Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. This is why Amisel merited because of the faith they had in Hashem. And the last thing I'll just mention at the beginning of the parasha, when it says the words, Hamushim alu she gives an answer according to the Peshat. But then he says, Hamushim could be uh, based off the Midrash, one-fifth. Four of them, four-fifths, 80% of Amisel die in the three days of Hoshech in Egypt. Why? Because they didn't believe. Am Yisrael required a tremendous amount of faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu to go leave, to go follow the directions of Moshe, to go back to Yabsuf, to, to bring the drums to outside in order to celebrate, to travel without food. All this required a tremendous amount of faith. So yes, Am Yisrael weren't perfect in Egypt. And yes, they may have looked like the Egyptians, but at the end of the day, they were willing to give God a chance. They were willing to put their faith in God and the Egyptians weren't. The Egyptians were coming and chasing Amisel after Uda Makot, whereas Amisel finally believed. And therefore, that's the merit of Amisel that she is trying to describe throughout the parasha through different comments, seemingly unwarranted comments, of why Amisel Zuchet is such a miracle, what makes them different than the Egyptians, and really a message to us what does it mean to be a Jew? To be a Jew means to believe, to place your faith in a Kadosh Baruch Hu. And I'll just make one last comment here. Really, Rashi on this week's parasha, because of the Shira of Az Yashid, he goes into such beautiful dikduk, which we really never focused on within this context. And it's such a shame of how much time Rashi spends on trying to clarify words and explaining us the basic of Hebrew grammar. And it's so important. And unfortunately, it's not necessarily the greatest forum to discuss these things, but we should know that really it's something that she contributes a tremendous amount to understanding the biblical text and its grammar. And it's something definitely within that she, and if you want to get a good sample of that, study Pedic Tebav of Shidatayam was the commentary of Rashi. Thank you all. Shabbat Shalom.